take 43. Mark? Aaron, we're back. This is the Take 43 podcast. This is episode three. What happened to the first uh, 42 takes? Yeah, man. So I kept on thinking that I was uh, on my other podcast, which is a T-Pain appreciation podcast called Talking Pain. Um, so I got it straight now and I know that I'm definitely on the right podcast. This is the T-Pain appreciation. No, no, this is take 43. This, no, is, take 43. Yeah, this is not who hosts that. What, what's oh, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. All that's right. all me. It's a one man band. I just recorded it on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> terrible. Um, well, awesome. Uh, welcome to the take 43 podcast. I am Drew Williams and I'm Aaron Colborn. And today we have a very special guest. You know, we talked about him in the first episode a lot. We talked about him in the, the second episode as well. Uh, he's worked with famous people such as Danny Trejo, Ben Stein, Donald Trump, <laughs> Danny Glover, <laughs> Patrick Fugit, and Ashley Birch. Um, he's been in the business since 2002. He's worked with brands such as Visa, The North Face, Reebok, Tom's, Calflon, and Quicksilver. Our best friend. And my boss. My man. This is Dave Moppert. Dave, welcome to the podcast, buddy. Thank you, guys. Dude, awesome. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, thanks for having me. This yeah. is going to be good. Yeah. Exactly. I love your garage. It's a it's studio. A, it's a studio. Oh, I, I love it. <laughs> So, guys, did you watch the Oscars last night? Oh, did I ever? I was super happy about it. No, I didn't watch. I, I the thing is, like, it's it. I know I'm gonna just hear about it all day today. Yeah. So I just didn't. I just don't it, have the time. I, I get that. That's I totally it. get that. Well, we were gonna talk about it. I guess, Dave, you can stay out of the conversation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. No, I'm just <laughs> I'll kidding. Just sit here quietly while you guys <laughs> banter. No, I think it was it was really good, and I enjoyed some of the speeches. I, I definitely want to see some of the movies I haven't seen. Uh, did it feel like there were only four movies being nominated for everything, though? Yeah, those, I mean that tends to be kind of be the case with the Oscars, right? They always have like their one or two like super Oscar darlings, and like a couple others manage to squeeze in there. But like, yeah, it's like the director and best picture, and usually like the best actors are mostly from like the same movie. Yeah. Um, the Parasite for the win. Parasite. Yeah, I, I and wanting to watch that film. Me too. You know, I so I went. I went and saw it um, like opening weekend when I was in LA and I came back and I was like screaming from the mountaintops of yeah. everybody. I'm like, watch this movie. And like, nobody listened to me. No, no. <laughs> well, it's, it's hard to find it. Like I, yeah, I couldn't find where to watch it. I yeah. wanted to. Well, yeah. you can still see it in theaters because they have all the Oscar nominations well, and now, the winners. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. They have them back in theaters. And then obviously once upon a time in Hollywood, I was, I was going to say, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm like a I little bit bummed movie. about it because I'm such a Quentin fanboy, sure. you know? Um, but honestly, like Quentin's going to have another chance. I think it's really cool that Bong uh, is the director of uh, Parasite, yeah. Bong Joon, Ho. Yeah, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, South uh, Korean, yeah. yeah, like it's super, super awesome that he won. The movie totally deserves it. But like, I kind of thought this might have been my boy Quentin's year to get sure. the best Dude, picture finally. I'm so hot for Brad after that movie. My like, God. Yeah, serious. When his speech made me hot all over again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I keep breaking the satellites on the top of my house, hoping he'll come and replace mine. But uh, he, he's Man. just some older fat guy. I mean, I can do. It. I'll just, I'll just pop my shirt off and go up there. Yeah, I'm gonna go no. ahead and fix that myself. So it was, uh, it was good though. I enjoyed uh, Joaquin's uh, speech too when he won best actor yeah i didn't expect it that the night was going to end with everybody like hating on milk like that was unexpected yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I must have missed that yeah, he, yeah i think he's i think he's total like vegan now and so he was talking about us getting kind of being one with the earth again gotcha. and which like is a good message and everything yeah. but man he really zoned in on like the milk part of it Weird. That dude, he's super talented and you oh, could yeah. tell you know he's a thinker and uh i did enjoy his his speech i also i'm glad he won for joker yes yeah, same he yeah. Deserved yeah. That. i love that it, it was yeah. such a he did such a crazy job in that yeah movie. i remember watch uh watching walk the line at a young age and yeah. just being like is that actually johnny cash you know what i mean obviously i knew it wasn't but i just that story was so good and and he sold that you know part so well and then when we saw joker even my wife in the theater looked at me and she was like what the f 
You know, like, is that the actual Joker? Yeah, yeah. She's like, That's the real. <laughs> That's Joker. the real Joker. He's yeah. joking, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was cool too because I I don't feel like Joaquin has mentioned his brother uh, River oh, Phoenix yeah. in a long time, and he yeah. like had. Uh, Did he talk about him? Yeah, he mentioned he's him like really oh, quickly. Wow. I think it was I can't remember what it was. It's something he's like my brother used to say or something like that. I'm like Joaquin Phoenix doesn't talk about River Phoenix ever, and so that felt like he was definitely in like a super duper like personal place. I think. That's well, cool. Yeah, and I think the you know the point of bringing the Oscars up is it it just makes me want to. Create. You know, they had a oh, short film sure. winner. They had a short yeah. animation film. They had animation, and when that short film popped up, I could just see Jump Seat. You know, I know, up. right? Yeah, and that's totally what's going to happen. Yeah, that's hundred percent. <laughs> so let's get in, Dave. I want to chat with you about some projects. Yeah, uh, obviously, thank you for coming. Of course, uh, I haven't seen you in about a month or two. Love you too, dog. I love you too, bro. My man's. My man. My man's. I, I met you. How long has it been since we met? Like five five years ago or so? No, because yeah, well, we no, because I only met uh, about four years ago. It's been, I met Drew before I met yeah, you. But I, oh, that's right. Yeah, yep. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I will excuse myself. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> can you back away? <laughs> back off, bro. back off. This is our conversation. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I met you at Redmond. When yeah, I worked at yeah, Redmond yeah, Movies, exactly. and we were uh, building out the website. You were yep. designing the website, and I was uh, shooting some of the pieces totally. for the new website. And yep. uh, let's talk about that. Oh man, you want to talk about that? Okay. <laughs> we can keep it brief, yeah. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> it was it was a while ago because Redmond Redmond is like this this rental house here in Utah. Right. That's like it's one of the it's a pretty big rental house, and they're you, only getting bigger too. Right. And if there's any movies that are being made not in L.A. or not in like in Georgia. New York, it's or Georgia, right? Yeah. They rent from Redmond because that's the really the only place to rent that much gear. So. When I started, I had a little creative co-op and I moved into Redmond to work out of that space. And I did that because I wanted to be so close to these creatives that are coming and going from this this rental house. There was a lot of cool people at that. It was rad. Yeah, it was cool. Tons of different walks of life walking in and out. It's a cool little space. And, you know. Yeah, it was pretty rad. Yeah, I just so. remember that was kind of my first meeting outside of my office because I was doing a lot of their social media. I was doing like behind the scenes filming and, and taking photos of, of movies that would come in and shoot. I, Danny Trejo was also there yeah. that we worked with. Yeah, I just remember meeting with you for the first time. I was kind of nervous and you had all these ideas. You're building out the wireframe, as you would say. For the, <laughs> oh, he does say for, build out the wireframe. Yeah, that's, da- that's definitely a Dave thing. Is that a Dave thing? I think so. It's kind of a website thing, It's a website thing. Well, yeah, okay. So I, I do have a question about that. So you were doing like web design over there. Yeah. Yeah. How did like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, How did you so fall into that? Yeah. I used to work at this ad agency and, you know, it was a small group. And while I was hired to do all the video work for them, sometimes the work just was like, hey, we need, we need this website, web page built or whatever. And so I kind of got into WordPress just by the nature of having that, having to do the work. It's just, you know, little extra skills that I picked up along the way and, Honestly, it, a lot more of that kind of work would fall in my lap than like the movies and, sure, and TV sure. stuff. So I just ended up doing a lot more of that than I even really wanted to. It's just like yeah. part of the part of the yeah part I, of the grind of owning your own business. Yeah. Totally, yeah. I totally. Kinda, I kind of felt myself doing more social media and trying to find things to post about rather than actual films that would come through yeah. and shoot. But now, honestly, if you look at that place, they've they're blowing up now. Oh yeah, they've expanded yeah. that stage that they were working on when we were there. They've yep. built out and yeah, they've had a lot of cool projects come through there. Totally. Um, so I actually want to like dive back just a little bit further because I'm, I'm always really interested in, in why 
people do what they do. And so I'm really curious about what got you, like what is like little Dave, you know, nine-year-old, 10-year-old <laughs> Dave, whatever. Um, what what made an impression on you that made you go like, I want to make moving pictures uh, in some way, shape or form? You know, I, <laughs> I think it was actually the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I mean, that is a solid answer. I, I, got, no, I got no Turtles. problem with that. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, dude. When I was a kid, I used to draw Ninja Turtles. Okay. Uh, and I got pretty good at it. And so it was like a thing that I would do all the time. I got into comic books, trying to draw okay. comic books and stuff. And, you know, it was only a small leap to make sure. animations, you know. I was like, oh, cool. So I started doing flip books and things like that. So that's really kind of where I, I got my start for moving pictures, if okay. you'd say. Okay, yeah, yeah. But honestly, it wasn't until I got into college where um, – because I was going to school for, to be a graphic designer. Oh, you know? oh okay. So, I, I mean, I – because I wanted, I was an artist. Like that's, I, I saw myself as an artist. Right. You know? As we all do. So, right. Yeah. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and so I went to, I started going to college for a degree in graphic design. Okay. And I started like when I was in class, I mean, I just noticed there was just so much talent in the class and I was like, mm. damn, I can't, how do I compete with these, these guys, you know? Right. Um, not that I wasn't good. I, I felt like sure. it was okay, but, um, it just was, you could tell it was, it was a saturated market and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to even do this. So, mm. I talked with my, my school counselor at the time and she was like, well, there's this new thing called, you know, media. If you want to try that out. <laughs> media. <laughs> you you know? want to try the media? Yeah. <laughs> multimedia is what she called it. Multi- oh, okay. Let's get you into multimedia. It's like kind building of, that... PowerPoints. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's the AV program, It was kind right? of like, yeah, it was a two-year college I was at. And, okay. And it was like, yeah, it was basically anything that had to do with web, graphic, and video. Right. So they called it multimedia. Okay. And uh, were you in charge of like the TV like spot in the mornings that would come on the, the, the TV at the high school or whatever that you'd do? Like, puppets and <laughs> I did. Like I that? did AV club. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it wasn't um, the same thing then. No, totally different thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm th- I mean, I, I didn't really get into film until college. Like I, mm. I was doing a lot of illustration work and all that um, prior to. And like I said, I wanted to be an artist. But then when I got into college is when I really started looking at film. Huh. video specific yeah. yeah so so you got into the like you went into that multimedia program and yeah. then just kind of movies jumped out of you a little bit or yeah man it was you know there was a, a class about storyboarding that i was i was i really got into because i was a pretty decent illustrator and so um you know it was one of the first classes that we we took was how to, to draw for storyboards so at least one of the first ones i took hmm. and you know just watching it watching my art like on paper turn into moving action was really fun. There's something and pretty satisfying about yeah, that, right? Yeah. yeah. So like, cause, cause it wasn't just that you, you take that project and then you'd go make it, you know? Okay. And so it was fun, man. It was like, Oh, okay. And it's a whole different medium. I was always into photography. So right. I, I knew about the camera and you know, I, I didn't grow up in the digital world. I was analog still. Right, so sure. I was working with film, you know, but, um, so I, I knew enough of the camera and how it worked to pick special angles and, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun to just, and the teachers didn't really give us any sort of guidelines or just like, go make something. Cause it was a brand new program when I, I jumped that's in. That's why I love art teachers, man. They're just yeah. like, you know, man, just like go out there and just, you know, be you and do your yeah. thing and make what's important <laughs> to you. Instead yeah. of like a math teacher is like, get this right or you're right. dead. Yeah. You know, PE and, and an art teacher is my favorite. Yeah. The They're best. Like, yeah. Kick, this, <laughs> kick this ball and then, and then I'll you, draw maybe. a picture of a cat totally. if you want to, yeah, whatever. Exactly. Well, <laughs> well, not to jump too far ahead, but I honestly think that helped you out a lot with your pre-production because oh, in, yeah. in kind of the position you're in now. I think that that uh, I learned a lot of that from you, just in a sense of from your artist capabilities, just to to planning in general. Yeah, 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 man. I mean, it, it's 
M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> that is quite a leap. Yeah, yeah it's a that's total a... <laughs> leap. And it's like, I don't really like, I'm not a huge fan of M. Night, but I am a fan. You guys saw The Sixth Sense, right? Sure. Yeah. And when that Scared came that. out. I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, you've heard about it, right? It's, 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 a, it's a little movie. Yeah. One of the, the, the first things I watched of the behind the scenes was how he basically planned out his film and how he oh. storyboarded everything. Yeah. And it was when I was in college when I saw that. And uh, I was, that was super exciting for me. I was like, dude, this, this, there is room for me in this world sure. to like yeah, right. go crazy and have fun. That was the first horror movie I saw in theaters. It scared, really? The, it scared oh, really? the living daylights yeah. out of me. Yeah, yeah. I was eight. God, what was the first horror movie I saw in the theater? It was probably Freddy vs. Jason. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, when they fall yeah. up That's in the mattress. Crazy. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah good stuff. So after college, you kind of you kind of got that degree, and and what was what was the degree you got actually in college? Multimedia design. Okay, it was a, I mean it was just an associate's degree, you got know, it. with the emphasis in multimedia design. Um, and it was a brand new program; like they they were still figuring out how to do it. So it was like the first year, and I was able to kind of get in right at the grass grassroots level of that thing, which is kind of fun. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Did you start working while you were still in school, or did uh, like what was kind of the the first job in that field that you got after yeah. that? So I got this internship from college uh, where I was starting to work at this production company called Chambers Media in Eugene, where I was going to school. And they had like a, they were were part, they were mostly news. Okay. But then they had like this production outfit that was kind of part of that. So the production outfit did all their commercials. Oh yeah. The promo department. Yeah. The promo department. Familiar. Yeah. Right. So I was only, I wasn't there for very much, so I don't know all the terminology. Right. but the I got a job there, a paid job as an intern, which was pretty cool. It was like low pay, but I got to kind of see the inner workings of how that world worked in, in a studio. And they had like four sound stages that were pretty decent sized sound stages at the time, but like no projects in them. Right. It was uh, really weird. And so when I started, um, I was just doing like these commercials essentially for on air, like these really stupid, cheesy commercials. Mm-hmm. Oh man, they're so cheesy. Please, please elaborate. Oh my God. No, <laughs> no, you, no. you have to start Refuse. somewhere. They're so bad. It's true. You do, yeah. I mean, you do like, I mean, I it's like car commercials, like the, the shitty ones that you'd yeah. see, like oh, you can like tell a, like they're low screen. production. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like the regional ads. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. like lower local ads really. Yeah. You know? local, like, yeah, local, sure. yeah. I mean, they're tiny, tiny little ads. And um, so that's what I, I got my start doing that. I would help, the producer write the scripts because that was like only two people on the whole team essentially. Um, so I get, got to brainstorm with them and throw out my crazy young ideas, you know, that would always get shot down. <laughs> <laughs> like Dave, calm yeah, like, down. <laughs> and I was, I was hungry. I wanted to like sure. throw my crazy. It's a car ad. We don't need a dragon. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It would be so much cooler if it had a dragon. Right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the things you need to learn at an early age. Totally. The, you have to learn the no's. You have to learn the yes. You yeses. have to learn how to get shot down for yeah, sure. You yeah. have to learn how to take that criticism and then apply it to other things. And then yeah. obviously you've, you've done that. Well, I was hard to wrangle. I, I feel kind of bad for my for these guys because <laughs> I, I really was. I would go home and I would be thinking about, oh, we should do this instead. And I would want to go like rejigger the ad that we came up with earlier. You know, I, I feel bad. But <laughs> they they quickly like saw an opportunity for me. Chambers did like there was a finally a, a project, a, a TV show that was coming and working in the sound stages. And they were like you know what, let's take this ball of fire that's Dave and put him over there. <laughs> and so I got to be a PA on this TV show that was on PBS, which was kind of fun. And 
So that's really where that's really where I'd say I got most of my experience was from that. Okay. Like start my starting off experience. Yeah, but then again, kind of taking those no's and those yeses yeah. and that criticism, and then they're like, let's put him over there. Yeah, and let's, now let's give him a project to keep him busy. Yeah, and, and like yeah. I guarantee you went to town on that. Oh, I did. <laughs> so, I totally so did. what was that show? Uh, it's called Nana's Cottage. Okay. It was, I mean, you maybe can buy the DVDs at Walmart or some shit. I don't know. I would love to try and find this. Dude, yeah. it's, it, it's next I don't, to Lamb It's chest. hard to find. I don't, it probably is. Yeah. It wasn't a uh, national show. It was only like a regional show or something like mm. that. It wasn't I'm very like, big. Like public act. Oh, you said it was on public. Uh, it was PBS. PBS. Okay. Yeah. All right. And they had like their, their regional stuff and then they have their national stuff, right? And so I don't think we ever made national with it. It was fun. It was yeah, a lot of fun. T- t- tell us a little bit about uh, about the show, Dave. Nana's Cottage? I don't really want to. Oh, but but I you want you to. It's show. great, right. though. It's, it's great. Okay. Want me to tell you the truth? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. There was this producer. Uh, he honestly did not know what the hell he was doing at oh. all. Um, but he somehow had, like, pulled the wool over the eyes of, of Chambers. And so he showed up acting like this big hot shot from L.A., and everyone believed him because no one had, there was never like a big project that kind of came in to these sound stages. Like they just sat there empty all the time. Uh-huh. And so the owners of this Chambers Media was like, oh, cool, we got this big show. It's going to be great. It's going to be on PBS. It's going to be this national thing. And the producer slash director of this thing was a total uh, scam artist, you know? I mean, honestly, most people, if they go to me and they say they're a big shot from L.A., I'm definitely going to assume they're a, yeah. a con artist. Why is it always yeah. the producers that are in that position? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Because <laughs> producers don't have to do any real work. Oh, Ooh. no, that's not true at all. <laughs> they give you work, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was weird. So I I showed up. I'm in, I, honestly, I, it was a six-month project. We lost funding, like, Three months into the project, I worked oh, for three months for free on the thing, oh. like everybody else. Like this getting... is going to be a big deal. Like yeah. we can just like power through this. There'll yeah. be money on the other side. Donating yeah. your time. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, it turned into that, right? I mean, it, they were paying me all right. It was for for the time. I was making two hundred bucks a day as a PA, which is not a lot. But now, was this in Salt Lake or was no? This, this is up, U- yeah. Eugene, yeah. where I was Got grew it. up. Um, yeah, and it was it was awesome. Like I was making decent money for being pretty fresh into this thing so and fresh it was a lot of fun so like there's a lot of like really good talented people working on the project um it was super controlled we had all of the resources we ever would have wanted for it so i mean chambers was stoked they were like cool there's this project here let's give them all the things let's get an editing base set up for them like it was pretty fun and we had like we could go crazy we just didn't have any sales. <laughs> like we just uh, didn't yeah, have the yeah. place the thing distributed. Right. So I, I still feel like you're dancing around what the show was. Yeah. yeah I want to. Oh, I'm not trying to dance around. Oh, okay. What, 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 tell, tell us about what the show was. It's a, it's a, it's a puppet show. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah, puppet it show. So it is next to lamb chops in Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that was my f- like first real acting gig was as a puppeteer, which was a lot of fun. You That's know? so awesome. Just sticking your hands up things up things bums yeah, yeah. yeah. And Put your hands making up, their making their lips move you know <laughs> you still do that right yeah, yeah. totally yeah. <laughs> 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 i mean operate puppets but in a different way yeah. aaron's the puppet <laughs> oh burn zing <laughs> zinger i'm totally kidding so obviously that didn't work out what happened next where'd you where'd you go to you move you eventually moved down to salt lake yeah i moved out here um <laughs> don't sound too excited about salt lake love it well, so great i love yeah, eugene you know i love i really miss eugene honestly it has like a big meth problem there man like, yeah there's just don't all hometowns have a big meth problem. Yeah, I know mine does too. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Maybe it's just where we're from. <laughs> well, and I was just starting out. I was trying to buy my own gear and stuff. So I had like any dollar I was making, I was putting towards my own gear setup. 
You so know, you turned sure. to selling meth? Basically. <laughs> well, I know. I just I had I had like probably thirty thousand dollars worth of gear that I had bought up and had know? to protect from the meth heads. I yeah, got that's it. That's okay, exactly right. You're gonna yeah. say thirty thousand dollars worth of meth. So no, <laughs> that's a lot of meth. I had to protect it from the meth heads. But what happened? My house got broken into, and all that stuff got stolen. Oh, oh no! No. Every every last bit of it, which is actually probably a, a blessing in disguise. And yeah. The reason is like. For the last three months of that project, I was working for free. So I was just like right. living off credit cards, like trying to make sure. this show work. So you, and your house got broken into, then you bought a camper? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. Well, no, I, well, hap- what happened was I, I got it, I had insurance, and so they were able to pay me back, you know? Yeah. They were pay- able to pay, for, okay. pay me for oh, gotcha. the Oh, so you're actually able to get your money back so out of So I was able to get some stuff. money out, okay. you know? And, um, That's a lesson all in itself. Yeah. Insurance. Yeah, yeah. dude. That's it's so important to have yeah, that. Get insurance, get, get production insurance. insurance yeah. yeah. So anyway, I was able to get that money, and then I didn't really have anything going for me there anymore. That show was crapping out, and I didn't have like another job lined up. Well, my wife, her whole family's from Utah, so I, I we decided to, to make the move Got and it. just kind of start from scratch. What year and, was that? Uh, two thousand six, I think maybe okay. two thousand five. Yeah. Okay, so you moved to Utah, and I'm assuming you're kind of looking for work, probably like yep. in the production field. What? Yeah. How did that go? Well, my buddy Sage, he uh, he was working at an ad agency at the time. Shout out to Sage. What's up, Sage? Shout out to Sage. Yeah, Sage. It's a good dude. Love that guy. And uh, I was going to go finish up school, so my, my, I wanted to go and get finish up my, my bachelor's degree. And so I went to school, and I was looking for some work, and he was like, hey, why don't you come make these commercials for us at this ad agency? I'm like, oh, I can do that. That's easy enough. I got some experience. Yeah, piece of cake. Yeah, commercials. I did really shitty commercials before. I can <laughs> yeah, do, I can do okay. shitty commercials for you now. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't know. <laughs> I can do shitty commercials now. <laughs> I did bad then. I'll do bad now. <laughs> exactly. No. <laughs> no. What was your What was your position there at, at What was that agency called? Uh, it was called Letter Twenty Three. Cool. And uh, yeah, it was this really small little agency. There was only like seven people. Oh wow. Um, that was like the seventh person that was hired on there. And yeah, we did a, a few commercial spots, PSAs for some, uh, some bigger groups here in Utah. But, um, but yeah, that's really where I got most of my commercial work started there, built up a little book there and, uh, was able to kind of bounce out and start my own little thing after that. So that's cool. And so at, at some point you started, uh, working on indie film stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us how, how did that kind of come about and what did you mostly do on those? So, yeah. Um, so when I actually, when I was working on that PBS show, mm-hmm. I was start, I started as a PA, but I actually worked my well, way up to assistant director. Okay. And the reason was because no one know what, knew what the hell to do. Like it, the, right. the, the, the director didn't know to... anything. So like, right. cause he was a scam artist. And so. <laughs> was he the director or the producer? Director slash producer. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh that, that's even. Yeah. So, you gotta, gotta watch right. out for them. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> So he's uh, so I was able to quickly move my way up and earn this title, right? Which okay. is assistant director. I honestly did not know what the hell that title meant, right? Right. But I had it, and I earned. You know, I earned it on the show. It was in the credits and stuff. And so, um, like I better figure out what the hell this is. Yeah, basically, <laughs> man. You yeah. know, basically. Yeah. So I moved out here to Utah. You know, the one of the first things I did was try to figure. I went to the Utah Film Commission trying to figure out how to network in. Sure. You know, because. Narrative work is what I, I started in narrative work and I, right. I love narrative work. It's kind know? of the most fun. Yeah. So I wanted to see like, are there any movies coming up? Cause I heard it had Utah had like a few TV shows, yep. you know? And so, uh, I went to go do that and there was this little group called spy hop. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Yeah. With I've spy heard hop. of spy hop. Yeah. 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 Worked with them at Redmond. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. 
So um, they brought me on kind of as a mentor to help them through a couple of like projects that the kids were working on. And one of those projects was this, this show called Lifeless, which was like this, it actually got picked up on FearNet and stuff for a little while. Oh, right on. Um, but it was touted as the first zombie TV show ever. Right? Oh. It was like way before, <laughs> before, uh, like Walking, before Dead. Walking Dead. Uh. Yeah, it's probably better too. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Walking Dead's pretty bad. <laughs> Walking Dead's terrible, but this show was worse. Oh, okay. Um, no, it was a lot of fun. Sure, you know, we sure. Had, we had a blast. You know, I got on that project as an AD. Oh, and that's really where I kind of learned my chops, like as an assistant director. Okay, because so, I had to do some heavy googling and figure out. Right, how to right. Do. I was like, oh, okay. you know, as yeah. you tend to do in like kind of yeah. your first jobs, where totally. you're like, I like, I know like seventy percent of what I'm doing here. Yeah. Like, I need to find yeah. out the other thirty percent. So, I'd I'd be interested then. You know, what what does a first AD do? The first AD basically runs the set. Like, um, the director runs the the scene and like what's going on with it in it. But the AD runs everything else. Like oh, he's wow. kind of like the sh- the shot caller for getting the next scene set up and making sure that everyone's like, you kind know, of keeping everybody in line, in line making yeah. sure they're where they're supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, everyone's on time and the schedule yeah. properly and all that kind of stuff. AD's right? always the one wearing the watch. Is what yeah. I've learned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he, he calls the roles and he just makes sure everything's going and going smooth, right? Right, and he, right. He's the guy with the with all the answers. Right. So, like, if say someone from hair and makeup doesn't know what to do next, the AD is the person they go talk to. You right. Because they're he's, not bugging the director. Yeah, he's got the schedule and he's able to kind of talk through what's what's going on it's next an and what role. to prep for. It's a huge, it's yeah. a huge important, hugely important role. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah, and it's actually a lot of fun, you know. Um, I like being in charge. and You do. I do. I like I being in charge. You like being man. able to tell people what to do. Totally. I'm on the receiving end of that <laughs> oh, every <snap>. day. <laughs> well, and I, honestly, I, I'm good at that, dude. You it's, are. It's, you are. It's just something that comes natural to me is like being able to operate a thing. You're very good at organizing. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I, and I think you're, re- you're really good at um, kind of looking at a situation and figuring out what little piece of that can be moved around to. Totally. You're good at troubleshooting situations, I think. And you have to be, isn't it? Yeah. You have yeah, to yeah. be. Well, and I think that so. kind of maybe later on kind of helped you get into your current role as oh, well. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Honestly, like doing these little free jobs like that, like Lifeless. And I did a bunch of like little little TV pilots and movies, like basically since I started here in Utah. Yeah. All that kind of stuff really kind of hones your skills. Yeah. You did the Visa commercial up in Park City as well. Yeah. Was that with uh, that uh, marketing agency as well? Yep, that okay. was not no, it was not with later later twenty three. It was with some uh, agency out of L A. Okay, but, got it. or actually New York. But you had worked on a bunch of those side jobs and kind of done yeah. some freelance stuff on top of your work there, right? So, well, so you're getting all this experience from all these different angles. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. What was happening is I I was just getting bored of of the agency work. You know, I mean it was it was it was clock in clock out kind of work. Yeah. And I really wanted to. I love narrative. And I yeah. wanted to keep my keep my both my feet in both worlds. Right, know? right. And so I would moonlight doing these side jobs. Uh, yeah, I was working at Letter Twenty Three, and then I was also doing all these like little side narrative work stuff on just on the side, trying to trying to stay in that world, you know, because working at the agency it's pretty it can get pretty boring you know like it's, sure yeah yeah well and it's a lot of commercial work too and it's good because the commercial work is what pays right exactly commercial pays well but it's it's just monotony a little bit sure know? and you're not so. really you don't feel like you're fully in control so yeah. that's kind of what you wanted to move into more like narrative stuff right well, it's just more creative like sure. you get to just have more fun yeah you know? um, yeah yeah 
and I, I just I I love set life when it comes to that stuff. You know, it's yeah. just it's yeah the it, people the the stories funny. watching something that's like that is coming out of someone's brain and putting it and making it a thing is just fun. Like it's that, so much fun, and then everybody you're with, you just kind of end up being this really little oh, tight knit group, even if like you might not actually ever see each other again. Like right, they become your family. Dude. They kind of do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for a couple of days they do, and then there's people we've worked with. You, we were just talking about one of them, and we haven't seen them since the day one of set of paper cutter. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's oh, right. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the last time we saw her. And like we still so all follow forget- each other on Instagram. Yeah, and, you already yeah. forgot her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll bet she doesn't remember me either. Yeah. Oh, so you went there, and then let's talk about moving into experticity, expert voice, because that's where we yeah. all kind of yeah met. yeah. So it kind of floated around the commercial world for a little while. Um, made you know all sorts of moves to try to get a better gig, because honestly, my wife was getting pretty tired of it, and you probably know Drew. I like, get that. Yeah. yeah. It's like it, it can. It's feast or famine, you know. Absolutely. When you're a contractor and you're building up your own thing, and, and by this point, I had left the agency and I was starting my own book of clients and working my own my own stuff, you know, similar to what like you're doing right now, Drew. right? And it takes forever. To it get takes to a that while. Point. Yeah. yeah, I'm just your now clientele up feeling and, comfortable, you know. Totally. And my wife was just like, you know, I'm I'm tired of the ups and downs, the feast or famine. Like it's hard, you know. Um, and we were just we were having kids. And honestly, kids and movies don't mix well. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, movies are very much on a schedule and kids don't tend to stick to schedule as well, do they? Well, well, because I would take like I would go and work on a project that's like a month and a half long, you know. Right. And I'm working 12 hour day, 12 to 15 hour days, you know, every day. So you just don't see the family. Yeah, it doesn't so, it doesn't mix well. Yeah. So you got into expert voice, or now now it's expert voice, uh, formerly experticity. Tell us about that process. Um, as far as you, I think Sage was already there. Yeah. So Sage moved from that agency, and then he moved to expert voice. I kind of floundered and did my own thing for a little while, and then, you know, my wife and I were kind of just having a come to Jesus moment. She's like, "Well, do you think you can find a gig? You know, that's that's not taking away from all this time from the family and." So, yeah, I, I mean, I just reached out to my network, Sage being one of those people. And I was like, hey, look, I'm start. I'm thinking of maybe doing the nine to five thing, you know, uh, but I want to keep it in video. Because at the time I was doing, like you said earlier, it's doing a lot of web design and graphic design, anything really just to keep the lights on. Kind you know? of all over the place. Yeah. Kind of wanted to make it, you know, focus. Point. And I, yeah, I really wanted to get back at the roots of what I love, which was video and film, you know. So I, so I was looking for a job. That was a film job, and there aren't a lot of those. No, there really aren't. Not here. Yeah. So then I got this job at, at Expert Experticity, what the name of it was at the time. Now it's Expert Voice, but yeah. And so they they tasked you with kind of building out their their video production department, yeah. right? Yeah, it was. Awesome. How was that? Was that scary? It was scary, but honestly, I, I think I was like the perfect person for it because I I just did that with this creative co op that I built out. Like right, I, right. I just found all the people and made the thing happen. Like so, I felt pretty comfortable and confident that I could do the job. Well, and you're great at hiring people. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. Well, it, honestly, it's a collaborative thing, right? Sure, so, right. so you're only as good as the team. Like, yeah. Well, and you know, to that point, I'd, I'd be really curious. And I think the people listening to this might be curious, you know, being a hiring manager at a place that does video production, you know, what's the kind of thing you, you, you look for in somebody you're going to hire? Dude, honestly, it's, um, it's hunger is what I look for. Mm-hmm. Like I want the person that's going to come 
come work with me to be hungry to make something good. I was going to say, like, maybe just normally hungry because I'm pretty sure yeah. I walked in eating, like, a bag of chips or something. You were, yeah. like, this guy's you had in. chips on your shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. like, this guy's hungry And I was hell. broke from freelance, <laughs> yeah. and I was hungry. So yeah. you, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. I saw the we'll work for food yeah. um, sign. Yeah, sign yeah. guy. Yeah. No, no I, you guys were great. I mean, honestly, that's, the, that's, like, the number one thing I look for is someone who wants to, like, isn't satisfied with what they're doing. Yeah. Wants to do something bigger yeah. and better. So yeah. Aaron was your first hire. Aaron was my first hire. Yeah. 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 Only like a couple months after you were hired on. Right. Yeah. It was like five or six months, maybe yeah. tops. And we don't have to get into names, but I mean, were there other people that were applying for the job that you interviewed? There was tons of people that yeah. applied, man. And the reason why, honestly, the, you guys talked about this last, the last episode, but the reason why that Aaron stood out to me was because of his reel. I told you. Yeah, yeah. it really was. <laughs> and that it, was the old reel. We were talking about yeah, the, that was the old one. Yeah. yeah. It was the same, same style of sure. thing though, but not quite as intense. Well, as it was fun now. because it was like, okay. Cause I saw hundreds of reels when I was p- finding my editor, you know, mm-hmm. which is the role Aaron kind of stepped into. And I, there was just, it was like white noise sure. going through all those applications. Yeah, right. yeah. And then I saw Aaron's and it was like, Hey, this is about me. And uh, here's the things that I do. And I'm like, that is a ri- original in a weird way. Yeah. It shouldn't be original, but it is. It's a good it way to fresh, describe you know? me original in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at that mustache. No. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're applying for a job. Like it makes a lot of sense to make a video about yourself. Well, and you're but, getting, like, no one did that. You yeah. Know? And you're getting tons of these, you know, pretty shot montages. Right. But there's no story behind What them. does that and, tell yeah. you about the person? Yeah. yeah. And Aaron's yep. kind of, and, I, and to be fair, I gave you one of those, but totally. uh, you know, Aaron had some, there was some story to it before you even brought him in. You already knew who Aaron was. Totally. That helps out a lot. And again, standing out, I think that's super important. Well, and like, yep. I, like I said, I think half of doing this kind of job, you, you work together so much, you work with people so much that half of it needs to be your personality. Yeah. Like you need to, you know, you, you're going to hire somebody on, you're going to be hanging out with five yeah. days a week, eight totally. hours a day. Like you want to make sure there's somebody that you can like, you know, vibe with a little totally. bit. But we vibe. Uh, we vibe yeah, we, well. Oh, we totally did. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, and it was weird too because uh, I mean, how long ago was it until I came in after you hired Aaron oh, to, like, to interview? That was probably around a year or so. Year, year or two? Yeah, year and a half, two years year later, and maybe. Half or two years. Yeah. Well, and it was funny because I was going into this kind of blindly. I had uh, friends who worked there in different departments. They were in marketing, yep. and, and one was in finance, and I think one still is. But I walked in, and I was like, "Oh my God, it's Dave Muppet." Yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, we've worked together before. Yep. But what was funny is you didn't remember. I well. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I was I was going from interview to interview that day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I'd, I I recognized you. I just didn't know where I recognized you from. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if we worked on a project together, well, it, if well, there was a movie or something that we did together. Well, it had been about two and a half, three years. Yeah. So to be fair, yeah. but no. And then I think again, I handed you a I handed you a, a music montage reel. Yeah. You know what though? I have to say though, um, those are aren't I, bad by the way. No, and no, they're great. No, they're, they're, great. No, they're not bad, and especially if your stuff is good. And I mean, I remember um, Dave over there kind of looking through reels when we were hiring on on some new people and I remember him calling me over and I just kind of started watching yeah. some stuff with him and I remember your reel yeah All like right. like yep. it like yours I mean you're stuck out for for a different reason I mean because you like your work is so good I think there's a lot of your drone stuff for one yep. thing and your drone stuff is great Thanks, man. and then and then I think the other stuff was um probably like snowboarding or skiing stuff which yours also looks yeah. great and so like and I got you, a sweet spot for that because as a kid I did I did all the skate videos just like you did? Yeah, you know? yeah like, that's oh, how we that's fun. how we grew up. It's so funny we're yeah. we were a bunch of punk skater kids. I know all three of us. I know that's yeah. such a common story though. I talk to you know a lot of my YouTuber friends and and we hear I hear stories about that and they all grew up filming not necessarily snowboarding but all skating. You yeah. know that was yeah. that was such a grassroots yeah. way to get into this industry. It's really interesting. I thought that I was original, true. not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. So so you 
I yeah. went through many people, and then I remember walking out and meeting Aaron. You were yeah. Like, yeah. You're like, hey, I'm the editor. I was like, <laughs> is, that, wait, is that the way I said <laughs> hey, it? Hey, hey I'm, I'm the editor. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, my man. I was like, my man. No, I uh, I just remember it was a cool vibe. Uh, the team at the time was really cool. You were hiring two different people, and yeah. um, you know, we had it. We had a good time. And okay. I, what was really cool was I think two weeks after I got hired, we decided to do our first narrative short film. Yeah, oh, yeah, the forty-eight yeah. hour uh, film project. I kind of roped did. you guys into that. Yeah, <laughs> I feel but bad, I, but, but at the same time, no. I didn't feel bad at all. No, yeah. I was hyped for that, and I, you know, it was a good opportunity for me to to get into that totally. to that yeah. narrative uh, style of filming. Well, and, and Dave's so good. Dave's so big into like uh, the team. Like he wanted yeah. the team to bond, and like what totally. a way to do it than have to make a movie in in under forty-eight hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we learned a lot of you know people's strong assets and their and their weak assets oh, just from that you 48 got the weakest assets I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> thanks man um so but so dave you directed call of the void yeah that like, was our 48 hour film that was our 48 hour film it was fun. yeah um, it was fun it was it was a lot of fun it was hard though right like yeah. like i mean how how long were you awake for 48 hours. You, you know? were awake for the full <laughs> Even I got like three hours of sleep on the floor. <laughs> I mean, I was up from the beginning till it was delivered. Yeah. So, cause I didn't want to rest. I wanted to make sure maybe right. I may have taken like an hour break somewhere just to kind of get, you up. slept at the studio that night. Yeah. Both nights. That's right. By Friday, we went over to Broadway theater and got our genre and our, our topic and yeah. our, our, the name we had to mention or yep. the, the character that is, mm-hmm. they were already writing it Friday night. I yeah. woke up at seven was, was there in the building. We shot it all in one spot, so which you, was super convenient. Then yeah. we edited it upstairs. So we were passing yeah. cards. Yeah. To that you. was me. Yeah. Yeah. So after we, we brainstormed the concept for the, for the script, I remember taking it in like creating this shot list of what I wanted so I, I didn't get hardly any sleep that night because I was just thinking through the shots and trying to make sure that right. you know, there was special effects in it that we wanted to, to to do and stuff. And it was just like trying to figure out all the logistics. Everyone right. kind of well, ran off and yeah. grabbed assets and tried to make it work. But And I was your specialty camera. So those special yeah. shots that you wanted, I was pretty much totally. in charge of. And I remember yep. we had to go rent a lens specifically for that oh. that Alfred Hitchcock shot, the yeah. slider in, the zoom out. Oh, yep. The vertigo shot. Yeah, yeah. the vertigo yep. shot. So that was, that was fun. That was kind of a fun little task just totally. for a single shot. You know, I remember yeah. leaving set and going to rent that lens and, yeah, and just being like, I'm getting this for one shot. For yeah. one shot. For one shot. <laughs> that was, honestly, that like, shot makes that. It makes that, it fun, That particle, right? though. Yeah. Like, it yeah. seriously, like, sells that. Yeah. Yeah. So so you directed that, and um, we, we we did decently. We got the audience award yeah. out of that, and yeah. we got best, good, best sound, I think. Thanks. Which, um, honestly, BT. We need, uh, BT did a great job. BT did do a great job. For 48 hours, all of the sound is garbage, and yeah. he was able to make, make something yeah. <laughs> work yeah. out of that. Yeah. So. yeah, he did a really good job. And then so the next one uh, we did was Pendleton Road that yeah. you also directed. Yep. I wrote that one. Drew, you were the DP on it. That was my first DP. Uh, yeah, buddy. Film. Yeah. 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 I remember setting downstairs with you uh, going through the shot list yeah. the day before. You also got a call from your wife right then <laughs> saying that she was pregnant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no stress, yeah. Dave. You're yeah. just right. having another It was the day out. before we shot, and I was like, okay, well, uh, now my... Now I'm not gonna be able to think about this project. Yeah. Well, I think we we, we knocked it out. I think we. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. Like, what what was your uh, like favorite shot or favorite kind of part of that movie on Pendleton Road? Yeah, on Pendleton Road. It's always those little trick shots. Yeah. I, I always try to find if, if I'm making a narrative, I always try to find one thing visually that is unique or is going to stand out or is going to be remembered, because. You know, story is story is obviously really important. Right. But I don't have a whole lot of control over that when I'm on set. Really, right. You know, because it's already kind of been locked in with the script. Yeah. I mean, only you kind can of only, so much you can, you can do, do some stuff to yeah. make sure that the points are getting made and the story is coming across the right way. But um, every time I do a, like a short film, I want to make sure that I'm stretching myself a little bit 
and finding one cool visual yeah, effect yeah. that we can try out. So for Pendleton Road, it was that tracking shot on yeah, the ceiling. Sure. So that, cool. Like Drew and I like were like, how are we gonna do this? It would be such a rad shot because mm-hmm. it's a tiny little house we were in. That bathroom, such a small bathroom. That bathroom yeah. was the size of this desk. I yeah. mean it was yeah. so small yeah. and we worked we spent hours in that place. Yeah. It was a great set though. I think it worked out yeah. really well. Uh yeah, like that shot was super cool and it like kind of works perfectly at like that moment. And my my father in law described the movie as kind of Hitchcockian. And yeah. I think it's that shot that probably does it like the music kind of building right there yep. and like yeah like it's an awesome shot and for being having a ceiling that was so low what what like what length of lens did you have on it that like it, was a, it was a seven was it a seven, this this is a seven. seven to 14 micro four thirds camera so we shot that on a black magic ursa so obviously yeah. we were full frame uh, the whole time and we shot i think it was at 4.6k we shot it at yeah mm-hmm. and then on that specific shot there's a behind the scenes i'll link it in the description um just specifically of that tracking shot we uh attached a gh4 with a seven to fourteen, but yeah. we kept it at seven, and it makes that room look huge. Makes it yeah. look big. Yeah, it's so small though. It worked out so good. It did. And I wired up fishing line, and, yeah. I, and I redirected it with a screw. You got to share that VTS because it is. Yeah, it's it fun. so so fun how that. I remember came. in the theater, um, there was some like gasp when that. There shot totally happened. was. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, we got a good reaction from that movie when we showed it. Yeah. yeah we I mean, totally I, did. I think the story because uh, we we were able to give us ourselves more than forty eight hours right, to think right. of it. Like it was, it was fun. It was fun to sit down, brainstorm with you guys, and it then was. you wrote it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so, you were able to color that other camera up too. The GH4 yeah, I was able to, to match it pretty well because we yeah. had the there's the inside the fridge shot was the GH4 also, yes. right? There yeah. was like two or three shots that we used the smaller camera for. Yeah, it was it was a little bit of work, but I was able to match the colors just fine. It wasn't like great. super duper far off or anything yeah, like that. Great, man. Yeah. Um, so, so we did, yeah, we did Pendleton road. That was a ton of fun. Yep. And the next one, um, I came to you guys and I was like, Hey, like, do you guys think maybe, maybe I could like direct the next one? Cause I've yep. been itching to direct. Yep. And, um, I asked you if you would be the AD right. cause I knew you had experience yeah. doing that. Yeah. Um, I would be very curious to know kind of from your side, your experience on doing paper. And I mean, this like warts and all like mistakes I made, which I definitely did. <laughs> I can think of a couple right off the top of my head, um, having to do specifically with you being AD actually, yeah. but I'd be curious to know kind of like your, your experience on it. Um, you know, it, it was a ton of fun, man. I, I don't know about warts really. I mean, the, the, the only, every film has like bumps, sure. you know, like every short film, you're never going to get things to go super smooth. So it didn't feel like we were running into that, on the constant there was a couple little things here and there like you guys mentioned in the last episode you know where actors kind of bailed out last minute but those are things that just happen especially on like zero low budget filmmaking you know well those and to be fair those were out of our control i do i do remember us three looking at each other there's a picture of us three looking at the shot i love that picture it's really cool that's a fun one and we're looking at the shot list and it was right before we went over to the desk to start you know hashing out what we weren't going to use we nixed so many shots like yeah especially so shots. many yeah 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 and honestly it's because we were running out of time the first yeah. day yeah. yeah and i think that would be maybe like the biggest issue was day one we were we were we had all of these people mm-hmm. and they were most of them were just sitting there waiting for direction and yeah. not knowing what to do and all three of us were kind of not completely in sync yeah right? you know yeah, yeah i was gonna say so yeah the, the the big issue that i think i realized now that i didn't know then is um i didn't bring you in on the process early enough at all and i yeah. think i think had i done that and i on, the honest truth is i just didn't know you know right. um and and i think that if you had come in early on and looked at the schedule that i was planning on doing which was shooting that entire thing the first day you yeah. probably would have been like 
hold on. Yeah. Like maybe, you know, yeah. like just having the experience yep. you've had, you would have been like, maybe we should do something a little different. Maybe, right. you know, shooting something easier the first day. Well, or... well, and sometimes like shooting the biggest scene first works really well. But mm-hmm. it, like with the team that is super dialed and has worked on stuff together like a lot. So it could have worked with us, honestly. Yeah. But I think, you know, the, the factors that like you were a first time director, right. you know, so like you were still kind of figuring out that hat and how to wear it. Right. You know, um, and then Drew and I and you just not being completely in sync was right. kind of like that was just dragging the day on a little bit. And but we we got together, we put our heads together, we figured yeah, we it a, out like midday. And yeah, we had like was, a midpoint where we all yeah. kind of like put our heads together. I remember that like yeah. very like, and it felt like from that point on things started like yep. really humming. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I, I think remember. we yeah. I think we overcomplicated things on the show. I think we, I think we did yeah. too. And then, and that's me visually wanting to make sure I get all angles, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's just not possible. Well, and it's also yeah. it's kind of a weird, complicated movie where it wasn't like like, and I said this I think one of the other episodes like it, there wasn't any kind of typical setups where there's just like a conversation happening. Like no. everything was like, very like specific shot for the thing that was going on totally. you couldn't really shoot longer periods like you can mm-hmm. with with most movies well, and so yeah and we had 12 people and we were we were yeah. we had so many lights you know we weren't having a bunch of ots conversations you know we were getting reactions at different times and making sure we were checking those off and, yeah yeah but we got it yeah we got it and it was fun yeah. and honestly it turned out good like yeah, it, it's, I think it's a really film. good little film man like i think it's we should, something we should all be super proud of so. yeah i think so too i mean couldn't have done it without either of you guys for sure yeah. Um, and so then the next one we're going to do, we've talked a little bit about is jump seat and yeah, you're going to be, you're, you're producing this one. You're right. kind of the lead producer, which is yeah. kind of a different role. I mean, right? we're, we're all producing. Sure. This sure. One. Um, right. you know, and for me, like, I just don't have a whole lot of time. So I'm super glad you guys are all involved on the right, producing right, end right, of it, right, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're trying out new tools this, this time around. Yeah. I think we're giving ourselves a lot more time to prep, which sure. we weren't able yeah. to do. Yeah. We did some really great, um, searching for talent like we spent a yeah. lot of time actually going through the talent and yeah we had some making great auditions. Some, some smart decisions there yeah. i think and so i'm really excited to have you planning this you are in it now early you said you missed kind of that part with yeah. paper cutter yeah. and um i'm really excited to to have your expertise earlier dave advice is like the best kind of advice and <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's kind of the best and worst at the same time because sometimes like i'll be working on something and i'll be like i think i'm finished you'll come over and be like what about like what do you feel about that thing right there yeah. <laughs> and i'm like oh you son of a and then about two minutes later i'm like Oh, he's right. Yeah, he's totally, he's one hundred percent right. Yeah, and he can give you an example of when it hasn't worked in the past. Yeah, uh, well. yeah. But that's great though. But like, that's the like that's the kind of like work environment for me that works really well. Yeah. I like getting input from other people and things, especially that make me question what I'm doing. You right, know, yeah. and if you know that way, I learn something out of it. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I just love collaboration in general. Yeah, I do too. Like it, you know, working in the in the agency world you're competing with the person sitting next to you. Like that's, it's just like a totally different world. And so when I started at expert voice, I was like, this, this place is going to be different. We're going to, I'm going to build up the team with people that I am going to trust and love. And it's going to be a family essentially. And it's going to be people that are better than me at the thing that they're being hired on. Right. You had a vision early on, you know, when you hired me and you know, you knew Aaron was going to be an editor. He applied to be an editor. You hired me as like videographer, right? Right. Very, very general term in the industry. And you helped me kind of, you know, hone in on exactly the position that I needed to be in. You saw uh, visually, you saw things that were stronger and what I shouldn't be doing and where I should spend most of my time. And that focus, I think, from a a leader is really important. You can really direct people and tell people exactly what they need to be doing at what time 
and just the position they need to be in. You see their strong suits early. Yeah, I think I, that's experience coming. I mean, it really is just – I don't know why, but I feel like I have like a sixth sense when it comes to crew and how to make things work a little like quicker, more yeah, fi- yeah. effectively, efficiently. So, yeah, when you came on, when I hired you on as a videographer, right? Yeah, I um, could, yeah. It was – at the time, we just knew we needed to fill two slots because we were getting the the overhead for or the the headcount for it, mm-hmm. and we really wanted to do this this thing which was kind of we you talked about in the last episode, kind of like a Red Bull TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I saw your reel, I was like, okay, this guy he's got total he's got great talent. He'd be great for this role. I just don't know like exactly what his role will be, so we'll give him a generic title at first, and then we'll kind of groom him to whatever he you know goes. Gravitates yeah. Toward. yeah. So, so you hired him as a as a videographer, and uh, when you fired him, what was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have that oh, on the notes. Oh no! Can we, can we not to get too far ahead? But I, I just want to say I appreciate you directing me into that position because yeah, that's uh, where I stand today, and that's I consider myself a cinematographer. And you're good at it. That's the thing. Thank yeah. Thanks, man. You know, you made it easy. Like, okay, I can see this guy has a passion for the lenses and the lights and the cameras and all that stuff. And I'm a tech nerd and, and, tech, I, and tech, I, yeah. yeah, and I like that stuff, but no, I really, really appreciate you doing that because bef- uh, before that I was a one man band and yeah. I was kind of all over the place. So well, I think most of us start that way, right? Sure. I mean, we start off doing, yeah. but it takes that one person to direct you and funnel you into that position that you, you need to concentrate on. And, and you've, you've done that for me. So yeah. I do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. You know, man. and I feel the same way. I mean, you hired me on as an editor and I talked about this before, like I was very comfortable as an editor yeah. hiding behind my computer and yeah. like, you know, you kind of really helped introduce me to the, like the larger world a little bit, kind of get me a little bit more juiced in with yep. being part of a crew, part of a team. Yeah. And I mean, once, once I felt comfortable with that, that's when I started finally feeling comfortable enough to try and, take on my own projects like trying to take on making my own short films and stuff like that and so yeah it was it's huge yeah for sure i mean that's like the that's like the key about being a good ad really is like knowing who your crew is and what they should all be kind of doing you know yeah so like figuring out how to make that machine hum sure and well, and I feel like now we, we worked with some amazing brands. We still do. Oh, yeah. I still work with you guys, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's why I love the, the job that I'm in. Yeah. Because I get to work with these amazing brands, you know, yeah. every other day. So Totally. Yeah. And you have full creative control over that. And that's yeah. that's really nice to do. And you, you trust your crew. And mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to Sedona in yeah. a month or yep. less than a month to For go Diamondback. shoot Diamondback. Yep. And, and then, then potentially Mammut and Moab. Mammut and Moab a couple weeks later. That's very yeah. cool. So I feel like we're at a point now where I can finally talk to you about this in yeah. kind of a, in a, in a joke. <laughs> oh, boy. Aspect. Here we go. Here we go. So uh, I, I touched on this on the first episode, being laid off three times. You were <laughs> oh, you were the one that had to deliver the news. You yeah. were my boss. What was that like, man? And, that and was heart-wrenching, man. Because, look, I don't, I don't take hiring people lightly, you know, like – I was invested in you, man. I wanted you to be part of this family, like I said earlier, you know, like, so when I had to deliver that news, it was like, I felt dead inside for, yeah. for like weeks, you know? Yeah. So it was rough. I it know. was rough. Yeah. Well, and it's all good, you know, it, uh, yeah. everything kind of works out and it's, it's, uh, at the time it's, I couldn't imagine being in your position. Um, that would I, be so hard. And, I, and <laughs> just to clear the air, it had nothing to do with your skill level. It had nothing to do with no, like it was not it, your none fault. of that. It was the company was just going through some changes, bad, bad stuff. Yeah, it was, like, it was numbers. Yeah, it was all about mm-hmm. you know, are we profitable? No. Yeah. Well, let's figure out where to cut. They cut 
30% of their employees. Yeah. You just happened to be one of those people that had to go. Yeah. And you were, but you were the messenger and that's what, and that was, yeah, yeah that was, that was super hard. Yeah. yeah. So, but let's get real. I still work with you guys. All yeah, the you time. Do. All the time. <laughs> Dude, all the time. Yeah. And, yeah, it, and, and you and will always work with us as long as you accept the gigs that I offer. Yeah. yeah. You know, so as long as I'm, yeah. I'm not booked up. And I, again, uh, that is just a good learning experience. Totally. I think maybe for both of us, right? Yep. I'm not going to say thank you for laying me off, but no. I will say that uh, it has worked out in all of our favors, and I'm super blessed to still work with you guys. Yeah, man, for we're sure. Good. Yeah, it's going to last forever. Yeah, we're never going to die. <laughs> never going to die. <laughs> never going to die. Eternal life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then, I'm curious, what you know, what what does the future look like for Dave Moppert? Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so much confidence yeah, behind that, Mike. I don't know. I mean, it's um, you know, right now I'm kind of I'm settling in. I'm feeling good right now, but there's that creative itch that's there. It's sure. like you know, we'll get back into to doing narrative work again. You yeah. know, so I think I, I would love. Here's what I would love. My, okay, like if I could guess, what, if I could, if I could make my future come true, like the the ultimate future for me would be to work with all the people that I love, like you guys. So, uh, you know, on, yeah, on, like you guys. Shout out to your and Aaron. So, yeah. So. But on movies, like we yeah. got to make movies. You yeah. Know? Um, it's hard. It's hard to get there, but I think we're going to get there. Like the stuff that we're cranking out in these short films and like the scripts that you've written already, Aaron, are just, uh, we're good. It's going to happen. We just, I feel like if we're, if we're able to really keep our heads down and actually do it, if we can, if we can do it, I think we're going to do it well enough that we can get some attention yeah. at some point. And I've worked on movies before, but like working with people that I love is going to be a different, it's thing. a different story, yeah. a different story. So, you know, I'm stoked for that. If that comes, comes to fruition. When we talked about, I mean, you know, I'm doing this next one, but like, I think it'd be super cool if the next one we did, uh, you directed, cause we talked about doing a sequel to call of the void. Yeah. Which I think would it'd be, be awesome. Cause I like, I want you, I want you back in the director's seat too. Like the stuff you've made have been, has been fun. Me too. It's like, fun to do. Yeah. And call of the void is just goofy. Like, it's goofy, but it's fun. Yeah. But, but you, we can just take the story anywhere and I'm not mm-hmm. going to care what happens to it. Like, right. Yeah. It's, sure. not, it's not like this precious little story. Yeah, like we exactly. can have some fun with it yep. and like, yeah, I think well, that'd be well, cool. And it's kind of our only film we've made that's funny right we yeah make, yeah we that's made true that yeah, Pendleton Road is awful you know it's terrible scary. and dark yeah. yeah it's scary and then paper cutters a little depressing and dramified a little bit yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. but I think call the void we can kind of kick back on and oh yeah and, yeah and have some, make it funny although yeah. my pitch for it does go kind of dark just so, yeah. it's because Aaron's writing it again <laughs> all his I'm movies are so dark just terrible things going on inside my head all the time it's like uh it's like that reddit thread with Ari Aster the first question was are you okay and he was like no <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question for you, Dave. Again, I appreciate you being here. It's been, yeah, it's man, been awesome. awesome. Yeah, so man, glad you came on. Awesome. I, I love it. This, yeah. Yeah. So I like to leave everyone on a one piece of advice as soon as they turn off the podcast. So because everyone that you've interviewed so far, yeah, yeah, so many people <laughs> like Aaron and myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, okay, you know, uh, his Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers uh, <laughs> reference was, you know, that was super impactful last time. You know, I just want to change lives. That's all. <laughs> one pickle at a time. One, one pepper pickle at a time. <laughs> uh, I, I want to just hear what you have to say. You know, one word of advice, maybe someone that's not in the industry and wants to get in it or have been in the industry for, you know, however long. What's one piece of advice you've learned? Don't feel like you have to do everything yourself like collaboration's super important in this mm-hmm. industry and you shouldn't think that you're going to do it all you know and i think especially when you're you're 
new into the industry, you kind of feel like you got to do everything because you don't really know any better. Right. Um, and you, you want to put all the things that you learned from film school to use, you know? Right. Um, but the reality is you got to learn to gravitate toward the thing that you're, that you're passionate about because there's going to be a team that you can work with later. That's going to help you fulfill, you know, your vision for stuff. And so, so don't feel like you have to be good at everything. I think it's good experience, you know, but I think surround yourself with people that are better than you and you're always going to make something rad, you know? Yeah. I think that's totally true. I mean, the, the amount of information, amount of knowledge you can just like get by osmosis just by being around yeah. people that know what they're doing is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's a good piece of advice. Try yeah. to find some. Try to find a group that's col- like collaborative because it is. It's hard, and it, there's a lot of ego in this this business. A lot man. of it. A yeah. What I think that was one of your pieces of advice in the first episode was you know don't have any. Peter ego. Piper picked a pick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was... yeah. Get over yourself. I mean, I think if you can get over yourself and listen to other people, then yeah. you're going to learn a lot. And I think yeah. yeah, I think those two things go go right together for sure. Yeah, and you said you know they become your family. Totally. So get someone you know get a crew that you can get along with. Yeah. Totally. Find your strong suits. Mm-hmm. And the, the, you can get into little movie. arguments with, and everything will be okay. For sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Dave, thanks so much for coming on, man. Yeah, I'm man. looking forward to our shoot in a couple weeks. For sure. We will it's be heading to Sedona. Let's set up a pre-production meeting, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. That's cool. And I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> thanks, Dave. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>